This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan, Honor System, and Declan are trying to fight their way to Bezos' Fulfillment Citadel. Stopping in the tech hut, Alan recharged her spells, and Honor System and Declan retooled their weapons before the Zeus cannon started firing from space. How will they escape a locked down meat lab before jump troopers arrive or the cannon recharges? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. You find yourselves in the Meat Lab, uh, one of the most unfortunately named uh, pods uh, in the the superstructure um, of Jefferson uh, uh, Bezos's base uh, here on the Moon. Um, having uh, narrowly escaped uh, the wrath of the Zeus cannon, um, as the uh, fulfillment center began launching its uh, it, its new uh, homes down at uh, the surface of Fear uh, uh, in twenty ninety nine, um, you escaped uh, the tech wing, having upgraded your equipment slightly and made some necessary repairs, um, and uh, only to have the the orbital or orbital orbiting uh, cannon uh, unleash its fury down upon uh, the planet's surface. Good news being, of course, that it is set to just like little itty bitty baby shots, but those little itty bitty baby shots still blow up shit. Um, so I've nearly escaped that uh, and having to drag Alan in her oversized suit, uh, you managed to make it uh, to the uh, to the meat lab. Uh, unfortunately, upon entering the meat lab, um, the three of you, uh, having taken off your helmets, uh, found yourselves sealed in uh, as as there was a sign of contaminants. Now, we did go over what this place looked like last episode, but for us, that was like uh, f- five million years ago. And for you listening, <laughs> it may have been a week ago or it was just like two minutes ago. Either way, I think it behooves us to just go over what this place looks like yet cool. again. <laughs> um, so basically, as with everything, it's kind of a honeycomb-shaped dome. This one is much larger than uh, the tech wing you were previously in. You get the sense that, um, as makes sense based on kind of the map you initially saw, um, where the tech wing and the med lab were smaller um, because they each served a different function, this thing has to feed this entire complex and everyone who lives on it. Um, so it's kind of a, a massive dome, uh, vaguely honeycomb shaped on, from the outside. Um, inside, um, it is it's humid. There's just like a, like like heavy humidity. Um, there's vegetation all around you. Um, kind of uh, think very much like Poison Ivy's lab in uh, any of the comics, or specifically Joel Schumacher's uh, seminal Batman and Robin. Um, the the it's the only one I can think of. That's I mean, the it's the only one, one any exists. of us can think of to our own <laughs> our own detriment. Uh, uh, um, but yes, so similar to that, um, where there's very much like uh, tech stuff everywhere, but the tech stuff is kind of wrapped in vines. And you get the sense that that's in part because uh, a lot of this vegetation is being used to help create food as well. Um, it's not a proper farm by any stretch, but there's a lot of weird like genetically engineered plants that are like just growing uh, various plant proteins um, all, all around you. Um, and again, like if you've ever been uh, somewhere like uh, sort of beautiful and tropical um, or inside a greenhouse – 
it's like it's a humidity you can breathe uh, on our system obviously this doesn't have an effect on you um but for declan and alan like coming off of a very self-contained breathing apparatus into an environment where you're you're breathing in heat and moisture is like a very odd uh odd feeling odd sensation so um as always, we use north, south, east, west because it's just easiest uh, for for kind of general um, instruction. Um, most of the uh, east and west walls, uh, or not even walls, but like sections of this this uh, lab, are filled with vats. Now these are like stacked too high, and you can almost think of them as um, the chamber in a revolver, uh, where it's got kind of that central axis and then bullets. Uh, but if the bullets were like Resident Evil style specimen tubes, so like big six foot tall glass um, tubes um, with various kind of Cronenbergian meat monsters floating in them. Um, this very much isn't a genetically engineered like you know bioweapons situation, but more so if all we want are like like if we just want pork shoulder. We're just going to engineer a biomass of pork shoulders and then just take that cut rather than having a pig floating in a tube. So right. a bunch of weird biomasses. Um, but uh, you can get get the sense that a lot of those are almost um, – they're almost being used as like the genetic base for other things uh, because the main event seems to be these giant meat panels. Uh, the meat panels, if you remember, are kind of weaving frames, um, kind of like the doors from Monsters, Inc., um, that are right. throughout the uh, stacked too high, kind of throughout the again the the east and west walls of this chamber, um, with mechanical gimbaled arms and kind of mechanical spiders weaving meat protein um, together across these stretch out things. We talked last week a little bit about uh, the Doctor Who like stretchy face um, last human. Um, yes. If you don't have that frame of reference, if you've ever been to like a Korean barbecue or you just had like really really thin sliced meat, just imagine that, but like stretched out over a six foot tall frame um, and slowly being 3d printed by these, these gimbaled arms. Um, there's also like spritzers spraying these things constantly to keep them nice and moist. Uh, and it's just generally like a, a, a weird, highly, highly engineered food production facility. A lot of these things are set up in racks. So uh, like a slide rack or Dexter's kill, like blood slide rack. Um, so just kind of like uh when you turn to look at them, they are uh, the meat side is facing inward, and they're just kind of like lined up. Um, and instead, panels are pulled out to be spritzed and and stitched. Um, so there's kind of almost like panels facing you. Behind them, you can see the storage rack. So there's a fuck ton of meat going on in this place. Uh, you are in like a, a proper nightmare deli of the future. So um, of the the uh, sort of giant um, uh, uh, specimen vats um, that are are kind of um, arranged on either side. Um, each of these has um, a series of four kind of control consoles um, and uh, sort of a metallic ring around the outside, sort of like at a museum when there's a cylindrical exhibit and they have the little panels giving you information. So various places where you can like change the sample, learn information about the sample, or rechamber new samples. Um, again, these things are stacked too high, so there's kind of storage above. Um, a good visual for me in this, and hopefully for you as well. If not, you should just watch the movie several more times because you, you deserve it. Uh, uh, in, in Jurassic Park, when Nedry goes to steal all the, the sample tubes and he, like pulls them out, and there's just a, like again, like a complex system that lets you flip between them. Um, it's that kind of situation. Makes sense given the the fact that like a bunch of executives and bigwigs from the former conglomerata have just been flown up here. That there would be, in addition to just like here's your meat tube for the night, like. 
oh, you need a steak? We'll make you a steak. Like, oh, you want weird space lobster? <laughs> we'll make you some weird space lobster. Um, so it really does seem to be set up for both kind of the luxury version as well as more of a soiling green situation where they can just be like, here's a compacted snow piercer tube of assorted proteins. Um, on the uh, southeast sort of corner, um, there is a, um, a large desk setup, as you'll recall, um, with a uh, sort of a computer console on it, um, as well as just papers scattered everywhere, um, notebooks. Um, you can see there are a bunch of of um, sort of like a, a Vitruvian Man style, like dissection diagrams pinned up on the wall. Um, behind that, there are some larger monitors that are kind of obscured. You get the sense that this is the kind of person who uses post-it notes over their monitor just because like they're so laser focused on what they're doing that they they are willing to sacrifice monitor space for just like convenience. Just a full Michael Scott. Yeah, full Michael Scott. Yeah, you got to get more monitors so you have places for (laughs) your additional (laughs) post-it notes. Um, And it's uh, a little bit of the Charlie Day like um, conspiracy map, a little bit of the... um, uh michael fassbender's evil robots like alien diagrams in uh alien covenant where it's just very much like a how do we make like how do we make an all flank steak cow okay well here's here's some thoughts um so a lot of that sort of business um and uh uh various plates set up as well um there's like uh like a little like dining table situation um with like plates and cutlery um and a, a decanter uh, it doesn't look like this has been used recently. It does certainly like there's some dirty plates and things, but it's not like the candle is still smoking and like it uh, for for an operation of this size. And I think for for setting up the orbital fulfillment center and, and beginning the launches, like the orbital launches down to the surface, um, everyone is likely in the Citadel, which tracks with what you've seen so far. You haven't run into like there weren't lab technicians in the tech bay. Um, presumably there weren't in the, uh, um, the, uh, med bay as well. Uh, the launch of the primer hoods is a pretty big deal and something that, uh, uh, Bezos would want all, all hands on deck for. Um, so you've got that kind of station there, uh, in the center of the room, you've got a classic star Wars, uh, prison bay, like command setup. So it's kind of, there's a, a, a central, um theoretically like a looks like it might be a projector um so for for getting like video comms and, and other things um with kind of um just a, one of those like um octagon seating arrangements around it with with control panels and seats um there are four seats so this kind of looks like the place where you would have your, your you know your comms people and everyone else just monitoring what's going on within the bay itself uh, likely not anyone who's involved in the actual growing of the meat, but more so the people whose jobs are to uh, oversee just the coming and going daily operations of the space. In the northwest corner, um, there is a um, sort of a large um, uh, sort of technical structure set up. Um, it's uh, the consoles around it almost look like um, uh, Chief O'Brien's setup in uh, Next Gen. So, like, just kind of like a big, wide console with two other side consoles looking inward at this thing. Um, it's got a, a number of gimbaled arms, similar to the ones you've seen stitching the meat, um, kind of hanging down from above it. Uh, and it looks a little bit like one of those full body airport scanners. Um, so, just like a, a big frame. Um, with nothing in it. It looks a little bit different from the the stitching frames, um, but you can't really tell uh, from where you are how, but it definitely, it like, it doesn't look the same, but it's it's of similar build. 
Um, and uh, so it's kind of in the, the northwest corner. There is an exit at immediately north of you. There's an entrance immediately south of you. Uh, unfortunately, both of those have been sealed, and you've got like flashing uh, alert lights um, as the uh, the the uh, definitely not Alexa. Alexa voice uh, informs you that um, uh, there contaminants have been uh, detected in the room. Now you know the Zeus can is going to take some time to recharge. Um, from everything you've seen, it powers up quickly, but it uses a lot of power. So odds are that it's, it's you've got a few minutes. And again, as Declan determined, luckily, the um, uh, Bezos' troops don't know you're here. Um, they know that you are somewhere on the surface, but for whatever reason, they're not getting comms from within this space. So you were locked in. You were trapped. Um, we do have a cannon that will fire at some point, uh, but that doesn't solve the immediate problem of being trapped in this, this meat lab. As you recall, your uh, initiative order is Allen Declan Honor System. What do you do? Okay. Well, I, they're not going to fire on us here, though, right? Yeah, that's a really cute idea. Okay, uh, and he's just going to vault over to that, like, planning desk that looks like the most senior person's position. Uh, and Deck is just going to plug in his hacker's device because he's determined. He's like, I'm going to do something fucking clever or something fucking stupid, or I'm going to turn out I can't do this, but I'm feeling fucking lucky. Um, all right, so go ahead and roll me a hacking check, please. Ooh. And uh, you can have advantage because you're using your, like, jacked up super Yo. tool. That is still only a 15. I rolled a 2 and a 4. Um, so uh, immediately, uh, the console screen uh, at the desk um, uh, leaps to life um, with a, uh, a cartoony image uh, of a guy in a lab coat um, with uh, one large uh, bionic eye, like an unnecessarily large bionic eye um, that almost seems to have warped this, the, the shape of his face a bit because it's like, it's not like a, oh, this is the size of my orbital cavity. It's like, it, it, it's big. Um, and uh, uh, so it's kind of like a, um, a pixelated image uh, of that. And he kind of is, is just shaking a finger at you. Um, and he says, ah, ah, ah. You're not allowed inside the Flavorporium. Uh-uh-uh. You're not allowed inside the Flavorporium. All right, so I tried the clever thing. Now I'm going to try to brute force this motherfucker. Uh, and it's just, it's the equivalent of going from the, like, trying to talk the guy down to just the headshot of the system. Uh, he just wants to use his nastiest, most brute force hacks. All right, we'll swing back around and see how that goes in a moment. Um, he also jumped in issue order, but that's okay. Cause it was cool. Uh, Alan, <laughs> <laughs> Alan seemed unsure. So I, I yeah, went. it's cool. She was holding action until you went and now you've gone. So now we're back to her. Um, Alan, what do you do? Um, I, I mean, I guess you did say maybe they won't shoot us, which could be considered your action, but I imagine there's other things you'd like to get I to. I think, as well. um, I just go to the exit door and just start like, like, <laughs> doing all the things you would do in like Dumfey rooms, like knocking on it. Can you push it? Can you pry it open? Just, Great. I mean, I, can, can you roll me, yeah. uh, roll me an athletics uh, check, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's some, yeah. Some minus one from 14. Oh, that's 13. That's okay. I mean, no amount of dice rolling would have helped you here, but uh, oh, yeah, so um, you start crying <laughs> at it and the Alexa voice is just constantly like, I do not understand. Would you like to hear the weather on Faerun? I do not understand. Would you like to hear music? 
Um, and uh, yeah, um, Alan, uh, even though like, you know, you, you try the logical things you would do in, in dumb Faerun, um, but even with your kind of somewhat more limited technology, like you can tell this is several layers. Yeah. Deep. Like it, it's not just like one door closed. It was like door closed, emergency door closed, fire door dropped down over it, which I think makes sense to you. Cause like even having as, as limited an understanding of the future as you do, like food up here has got to be a pain in the ass. And I think to your earlier question, like they're very serious about this thing. Um, to Declan's mm -hmm. point, they'll probably still shoot it with a space laser because you know, the terrorists they were scared of arrived on the moon, which is kind of concerning. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as a daily operation piece, it's it's pretty heavily locked down. Do you think these weird like meat protein things would count as like a creature in terms of draining its life force? No, because they aren't alive. Um, the plants are alive, though. The plants are alive. <laughs> That's true. But I think if we make the argument you could drain plants' life force, then like. You just have an army of barefoot monsters walking through the grass, just being like, I am invincible. Or it's just so little life. You yeah. know, it's it's just like drinking a, a small glass of water. That's all you get. Yeah, you feel refreshed, but you gain no HP. It's like the old joke about uh, in fourth edition, they had a, a warlock spell where if you killed something you could teleport, which was amazing. I had a lot of mm. fun with that. But then the argument became like, well, if you just carried a bag of mice, could you not just <laughs> oh. kill a mouse every time you want to teleport? And it's Why like- does it have to be as big as a mouse? Even that seems like needlessly gross. Yeah. Just a bag full of ants. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, exactly. We weren't exactly looking for like the ethical warlock, you know, just being like, mm, but which one? They're like, I want to murder part. Oh. Um, anyway, so the moral of the story is no, you can't drain the plants. I mean, you could kill some of them if you wanted to, but you would gain no benefit other than adding eco to your terrorist name. Uh, well, then I just, then it's, it's uh, Alan just says, what? Uh, I mean, do I just start aciding this door? You should put your helmet back on before you do that, but yes. Okay, well, helmet's on, so... Oh, <laughs> that's, shit, that's I'll put my I'll helmet see. on then. Fuck. <laughs> um, and I'm just gonna start hurling acid at the door to try to... Great. So as soon as you put your helmet um, back on, there's just that moment of like, but maybe, um, and uh, uh, you, you hear the... Um, uh, the same voice that was on the computer uh, come through over the speakers, uh, clearly interrupting Alexa because Alexa can't be as snarky as as this tone is calling for. Uh, and uh, it just says, nice try, contaminants, but there's no way you're destroying my hard work. Um, and Alexa says, contamination still noted, though wearing suits. Nice try, contaminants. Uh, is it my turn? <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to use my wrist-mounted SMG and just shoot at anything that looks like it detects contaminants, any sort of contamination sensors. I would like to numb those senses. Cool. Can you roll me a um, detect contaminants is not a skill on these sheets. Come on, Carbon, get with it. Um, no, but uh, uh, devices that that detect contaminants. That's what I'm looking for. No, not, no, I to, I, no, oh, no, no, no. Okay. I, I totally get that. Um, that's that's what I was aiming for. Let's go oh, with the. Okay. Uh, I'll say uh, either engineering. Yeah, let's go with engineering, Tyler. Okay. To see what what honor system would recognize as as sensors that detect contaminants. That's a twelve. Twelve. Um, so this this 
space is so overwhelmed with like vines and vegetation that I think you like shoot out a couple of things, but honestly, like you can't get a clear, like unfortunately there isn't, you know, it's not like a fire alarm where it's like a nice clear thing you can hit. Um, but yes, uh, just like eyeballing it or like digital scanning, eyeballing it, um, <laughs> isn't enough to uh, determine where, where these sensors might be. Okay. But you shoot some shit. Like it's spectacular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. And then I got to roll for something because we're at the bottom of the round. Okay. I rolled a one, so you're fine for now. Um, top of the round. Um, we've kind of rejigged the order, so let's just stay in that order now. Sorry, <laughs> Alan. Um, That's fine. Alan I'll just do a new, a new uh, meat hut order on my, uh, <laughs> on my thing. Meat hut sounds like a, a weird, um, like, only barbecue version of Pizza Hut. Where it's just like, come on in, we'll just deliver meat. Um, all right, Declan, you're up. Uh, you're up first in the meat hut. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful. And it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Hello, I am Bernard Sherbert, the survivalist Rupert from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I am here to help you survive the boredom of day-to-day life by helping to engage in the wonderful storytelling, whimsy, comedy, and occasional tragedy of the Dum Dums and Dragons adventures. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that is D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and you can join for as little as $1 a month, which will gain access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can hang out with other people who have also listened to the 
things you have listened to and seen the things you have seen and thus can describe them with you. Or, at higher levels, you can get ad-free feeds where you can avoid ads like this one. Or, alternatively, at even higher levels, you can add an NPC name, like Bourbon Gerbert was. Or, you can add your own NPC that you build at the highest level and get your name in the credits. Name in the credits. Name in the credits. Sorry, I had to say that three times because it is very, very, very cool. This has been Bourbon Sherbert, encouraging you to go join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you in the future. Bleep bloop. You're trying to brute force your way through. Do you have a, a skill or something for this, or is this just... Just further hacking. It's just flavor, baby. Flavor, yeah. I mean, if there's one station to look for flavor at, the Flavorporium station is, is the one. Um, okay, so give me a give me a hacking check again. Um, this time, no advantage. Um, you get the sense that uh, much like a um, like a phone with a lock system, like trying to brute force into this thing, it's getting smarter. Yeah, you woke um, it up. Yeah. All right, here we go. You clever little bastard. Let's try this on for size. Nat twenty. Oh. Hey. Uh, 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 you aren't a oh. Hello, me. You are certainly welcome here in the Flavorporium. Um, and then, like, the, the gift just gives you, like, a double thumbs up uh, and disappears. And uh, you find yourself, uh, the terminal opens up. Um, and immediately, you're just bombarded with open tabs. Like, there are just too many tabs uh, open on this on this system. Um, but uh, you can see that there's a lot of them are, again, dealing with, like, um, flavor profiles and like there's there's notes and files that are all open so I imagine you're just like shutting those down like downsizing them. oh yeah he doesn't get um, it. but uh clearly kind of where someone has been tracking um the the, the flavor the flavorporium tone does seem to be correct that this is kind of like whoever's desk this is is responsible for for figuring out the food situation um once you get down to uh the desktop um you're you, you have like admin access to it which is great um what uh, what are you specifically looking for all right he's got a couple of things uh he'd like to know if he can manually open a fucking door because that would be useful uh is he hooked into any other meat labs uh and that's those are the priorities for him, or those two things, I think. Okay. Um, so the door doesn't actually seem to be controlled by this this uh, console, which I think, Declan, for you would make sense, because whoever designs themselves as a gift to yell at people trying to hack clearly isn't who you want in charge of security anywhere. Like, Fair enough. It's not, it's not useful, <laughs> and it's antagonizing to uh, the hacker. Like, So not, this place actually spared no expense. They didn't, like, lowball it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, uh, like, Dodgson didn't get cheap on them, but, like, Hammond <laughs> did. So, um, yeah, so you are you run up against a bit of a wall there. That said, in terms of other meat labs, uh, no, this is the only one. Um, however, you do – it is listed as, like, meat lab uh, alpha, uh, and you can see from this, like – as you're kind of clicking through um, on a long, slow zoom into boxes that for some reason have information set of folders um, in this Unix system that you know, um, you're finding um, that there are plans for more of these across the moon. As you know, the Citadel, like in terms of the colonization of the moon, the Citadel went in first and then they hollowed out the core to create the fulfillment center. And now they're starting to build the like nice things. They've probably been living off rations to this point. 
Um, and now like this place has been established and clearly has been here for a little bit. There will be more because I think from what you can tell, like this place is meant to be a permanent base of operations uh, mm-hmm. for, for Bezos um, and uh, and a lot of people to live up here, which also, again, kind of makes sense based on you couldn't reach them up here if you wanted to. Like if they just – if you hadn't been on that ship and they didn't have any more ships down there, you're just kind of fucked and they can just keep launching – primer hoods from space until they've rebuilt the world so um so that said though it is linked into the the local network um you can likely pick up incoming communications you don't see like like it's it's not set up for a lot of back and forth but you can probably pick up on like whatever the 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 cast is to um the official channels um uh, and then there's just a lot of information about the meat lab itself and kind of how how it works Okay. Is there any way I can deactivate the contaminant alarm? No. Okay. Um, he would like to select all on all the plans for the meat labs anywhere that he can and just delete them because they're going to be less likely to destroy this place if they can't recreate it easily. So that's step one. Okay. Uh, and then he will take the incoming comms and transfer it to his, his earbead so that he can hear if anything comes onto the local network. There's nobody to like reach out to. Everybody just wants to fucking kill them. So, yeah, those, so those will be his two moves. The, the local channel, um, you're you're immediately bombarded with uh, an overly friendly like. There's just that like shitty canned music that is usually used for like a pan across a lake on like a corporate video that's going to explain like what chemical spills are. You know, where it's just like a overly pleasant um, voice, and uh, you kind of come in midway through um, as it's explaining like. Every primer hood will be uh, equipped with the latest and greatest for easy living and, of course, productivity. After all, the world has been chaos for too long. And now, under the watchful eye of our Lord God Bezos, everyone will contribute equally to the hive. Um, and it just starts, like, listing all the features. And, like, it it literally just sounds like what you'd find on, like, a submarine, where it's, like, the least amount of things you could do humanly for someone to be able to survive, or, like, a prison, where it's, <laughs> like, there's a sink that's also the toilet. It's also kind of part of the bed. Don't worry about it. It's efficient. Um, and they just kind of run run through through that. Um, and it's just on, like, it's not on a constant loop, but you can tell that there's kind of a long... They're broadcasting the, the sales pitch right now throughout uh, throughout the Citadel. Likely as part of the launch operations, which does indicate to you that a lot of the people who came up didn't fully understand what was happening up here, um, which also kind of makes sense because this is terrible. Yeah. All right, I got in. It didn't do fucking shit. So it, how's team melting a door and shooting the room? As Alan uh, continues to just throw acid. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> your guess is correct. So how's it going, Alan? <laughs> um, well, yeah, not great. Hang on. H- hang on. Just, just, just a sec. And Alan Misty steps to the other side of the exit. Do you know what's on the other side of the exit so you can misty step to it? Um, you've hang seen, on. You've seen the entrance. Oh, fuck it. It's a place that I can see and it's opaque walls, isn't it? Yep. Oh, fuck me. Okay, so I can't do that. that There's just good. a puff of mist as you slam against the door uh, and, and stumble backward, <laughs> shaking acid off your suit. 
<laughs> now I'm hoping that did more than it looks like it did. Uh, uh, what were you trying to do? I was trying to get on the other side of the door so I could see if there was like a, you know, hat like a. Why didn't you? Because I can't see it. If wait, I could you, wait, see it. To... Declan, do we have a security camera feed of the other side of that door? Well, let me see what I got on here. I'm fucking in. Uh, do I have a security camera feed, Tom? Uh, not from this console. This console is solely interested in, like, you have analytics. Yeah, but you, <laughs> yes, honestly. Um, you have analytics for the entire room. Um, so, like, you have monitoring for all of the vats. Um, you have, like, diagnostics for all of the gear that's in here. But, Declan, from what you've found so far, this isn't the console that controls. Yeah the room um there is useful information in it it's just not like useful to us in this current circumstance it's the kind of thing that like a mad scientist would want not what a security professional would want system uh looking at that wall there do you think you could make a hole through it just one sweet katana strike leave a little hole alan can look out and fucking move my out of character assumption is no but uh honor system would like to i guess make an assessment of that if that's doable at all um, yeah, this thing is is it's very protecting very, us from the vacuum of space. <laughs> it is, and more importantly, it's protecting like a the soul the meats. Yeah, yeah, the soul food source. It's it's protecting <laughs> that sweet sweet jerky from the from the the cold vacuum of space. Um, as a highly controlled environment, so like you might be able to fuck with the environmental settings in here by like hacking some stuff up and breaking it. Yeah. But you get if the I had sense picked that, a better shtick for a character other than robot with sword, I might have been able to do something. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're more than that. You also have a wrist gun. <laughs> That's right. Um, the honor, honor will, will very uh, briefly kind of look around the room for any obvious weak points, not finding any, and say, uh, no, Declan, I, I don't believe I can cut through the, these walls. All right, then, system, you try, uh, take a look at that big fucking thing over there, and he's just going to point to that giant Miles O'Brien station and be like, you look at that. I'm going to try to figure out one of these fucking doors. Uh, cool. And Ryan, because you rolled a 20, I feel like I should give you uh, one more uh, thing. Um, it's You can't disable the um, the lockdown protocol from here, but you can probably learn more about it. Like somewhere in this computer, there's probably an explanation because this is the administrator's desk. Now, you can still go try and fuck with the doors. There's also like the, the central console thing that you guys haven't touched. But um, for what that's worth, I just didn't want you to not have that information but it's not like there's not like a fucking folder or like a button that's like disable thing yeah um but given that it it is like again the best way to think of this is like if it's something the mad scientist would want control of or would want like input on or would have designed it's on this control then yes yeah so the security piece it would be on the other ones then he'll stay here and dive deep into that because usually if you can find context there's like one thing you can do to turn it off instead of running around to try every goddamn panel in the room with this hacker's device yeah um cool okay so uh honor system you make your way or i assume you're gonna do what oh yeah 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 Yeah, great um we can kind of drop out of order for this i think i'm just gonna keep rolling dice once all three of you have done a thing yeah okay um or not do a thing as it may be i mean failing is still a thing um so honor system you (laughs) make your way over to the um the large system um i've already kind of described what it looks like what would you like to do with this thing um, determine what it does and, and what it's, uh, what it, how it can interact with, uh, with the room. Okay. Um, 
Are you examining it from a... Because basically, you can either do computing or engineering. Computing would be like booting it up and seeing if you can ascertain what it does from its system Definitely menus and things. like computing, yeah. Okay. So rather than like crawling around and trying to see what's plugged into what and why? No, no, yeah. More more through, through the system, yeah. Okay. So go ahead with um, computing, please. A three... So um, you go to boot it up and um, you're just immediately assailed by like deep menus. Like it's not, there's no, there's no UX on this thing. Like there's no. Too many tabs open on this. Yeah, too many tabs. Well, this one is, is more like just if you were like, (laughs) I'm going to open this website and it was just HTML code. And you're like, oh, uh aha. Like it's just, it's a more uh, professional. Why would the website be HTML code in the meat fabrication bubble you know with the spiders weaving meat strands and not just meatspin.com <laughs> <laughs> the future is a scary place it could be meatspin.com and it's just the html it's just, it's just, it's just the, the the bones of it and the guts uh and i just don't i can't see through that through the matrix to see the swimming dick yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Amazon, Amazon uh, had some very specific uh, uh, requirements for their menus. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it don't opens... go to meatspin.com. Anyone who's listening to this and doesn't <laughs> yes, know what <laughs> awful joke I'm making, do not search meatspin.com. Yeah, because telling people not to go to a thing they haven't heard of that you've referenced as a joke is definitely <laughs> a way to stop them from doing Whatever, it. Whatever, man. Yeah, it's cool. You've absolved yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I mean, depressingly, it doesn't work anymore. It's just ads for porn sites. Oh, all right. There you go. Knock yourselves out. Yeah. Meatspin.com. Ryan being a <laughs> fully endorsed doing it then. <laughs> Ryan just being the bodyguard leaping in front of the bullet for the I entire I was like, I wanted session. to know. Yep. In any case, uh, no, it is not Meatspin.com. It is just a series of kind of uh, badly designed menus that right. a technician who knew what they were doing could use, but um, that are like, now that said, um, you can absolutely try again uh, next round, um, but uh, your first attempt, unfortunately, yields yields nothing. Mm. Um, Alan, uh, you've had no luck with your Misty Stepping or your, your Acid. What do you do? Uh... <sighs> Guys, give me something to do. This is literally just like, like, and I, I like look into kind of open my like, uh, uh, I don't know what is it. You can't even really open my my uh, suit, but well, I kind of like pull, take the helmet off and like pull my yeah, pull the neck part forward, just like yeah. Billy. Billy, anything you can do. <laughs> um, and uh, Billy uh, skitters up, um, like up your neck and just like clings to your cheek um, and seems to kind of like look around a bit um, and like doesn't really know what to do with this uh, because really like, is this, is this where he was born? Is this what he is? What, what is this horrible place? Uh, he starts like t- he starts like tapping your cheek as though it's your hand thinking, um, but he's also like clutching uh, clutching the side of your face as he does it. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll roll for Billy fingers. Any any, any way? We just got to get out of here, bud. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> he rolled really well. So he finishes <laughs> tapping, and then with one finger he he points at the the central consoles, and then just kind of does like a roll of the hand in like a perhaps um, kind of way. 
Any more, any more clues, bud? Alan, are you asking the ball of fingers for verbal cues? I don't think it's going to... If it points, just go look. It's saying okay, this I'm once. Look, geez, I'm looking. Um, so he's going to... I'm out of my element. <laughs> it, this isn't my element either. We're in a fucking meat loop on the fucking moon. Curly fingers skitters down Sorry. your neck, just like slides down it uh, like a lover's <laughs> caress uh, and disappears back into your... Uh, Back into your suit. Um, so yeah, so Alan, um, you come to these uh, this sort of uh, central console thing. Uh, as I said, kind of like Star Wars prison style. So it's like a big circular um, uh, projector in the center, and then um, just sort of four consoles looking inward at that um, with, with spinning yep. chairs. Um, you can see there are notes and, and again things scattered. A couple of like um, uh, uh, Amazon branded mugs um, with uh, dregs of, of various like coffees and teas. Um, what would you like to do uh, at this this sort of central control pod? Um, I I want to. Can I pull up a menu, a file menu? See what my options are. Uh, go ahead with computing, please. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Alan's medieval strengths, computing. Yeah. I mean, Alan remembers like a few things, right? From oh, that's true. You did twenty ninety nine days, so that's a sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany you was taught me some stuff. Okay with yeah. computers. Um, yeah. yeah. So you went to HTML um, camp. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up um, uh, menus, and yeah, you can see that this is very much like the um, uh, the administrative. Um, uh, center. Um, it uh, right now you're just kind of in it, like there. There is password protection to access sort of more of the functions, but mm -hmm. in terms of just like opening things, you do have some access. You can like change the lights. Um, there is like a clear indicator that the doors are sealed. Um, you do have a uh, alarmingly. There's a pop up um, status bar uh, for the Zeus cannon um, oh. that is charging. Um, so right now it's at about uh, 40%, um, which seems to almost be like, um, you know, like Amber Alerts can just like nuke every phone immediately. It's that kind of thing where it's like a clearly like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're on the network. You should know about this. Yeah, I, I definitely alert the other two about this for sure. Great. Um, beyond that, um, you're looking at, um, again, without logging in, basic, basic features like temperature in the room, lights. Um, there are, and then there's kind of like an admin access login uh, window that does have a username typed in already. So that's helpful. Ooh, what's the um, username? Uh, uh, the username is drone69691. Because it's uh -huh. not a 69 joke. It's just an unfortunate designation. Um, so that is already logged in, um, but there is no password. I, I try password. Try password. All right. Uh, sadly, password does not work. Uh, you may need to do some investigating in order to find. <gasps> try it with a capital P. <laughs> I try it and with a, a capital P. Yeah, great. So you're going to try variations on password. Password for the rest of the round. Six nine six nine <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. um, as you continue to hack, quote, quote, <laughs> uh, it's will... called brute force. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut back to Declan. 
Great. Uh, what can I learn about this contaminant protocol? Because he's looking for stuff that'll activate it and stuff that, more importantly, stuff that'll deactivate it. Sure. Uh, so um, bringing it up, it's it's literally like one of those like work documents that's just like too many layers deep. Um, it's clearly been written kind of like by the scientist for the scientist. Um, it um, it uh, basically says like uh, contamination protocols um, for uh, meat lab systems uh, as prepared by uh, Dr. Nedry Moreau, comma, PhD, MD, like just a full fucking alphabet. Um, as you begin to scan through the material, it seems that the concern with the contamination protocol is, of course, that with this delicate ecosystem going on within this chamber, if anything were to get in here and fuck it up, that'd be real, real, real bad. Um, so everyone who is in here has been bio, or everyone who works here has been bioscanned, um, in order to recognize, like the, the system recognizes them almost as like, uh, a welcome contaminant. Um, so an accepted contaminant. Uh, so any mm. new biological material that arrives in here is naturally considered a threat uh, and a contaminant because the system doesn't know what to do with it. Um, so that's as much as this thing gives you. Um, but what it does tell you is that A, there are ways around it. Um, and B, there's a lot of biological material in here. So there must be something, there's, there's like a missing piece here that would seemingly uh, allow you to get around this. You're just not sure what it is. Do I have access to the staff logs? Of like who works here inside this computer? Uh, no, but Alan would if she can hack the, yeah. the main system. Bam, he's switching over to Alan's spot then. If he heard that there's a way to get in, okay. he'll go help her. Great. Um, honor system, you want to give me your, your role again? Unless there's something else you want to try. Um, I would also give you mechanics if that's of interest. Uh, well, with Alan calling out that there's some important stuff going on here in the central console, I might abandon that and see if I can help them get sure. it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So let's say then um, with, uh, since all three of you are focusing your efforts on getting, getting min access, let's give um, Ryan advantage on on hacking it. Um, go ahead. Okay. That is 27. 27. Um, so as your, your like meticulously well-tooled machine just goes to work on on like cracking this thing. It's just like running passwords and passwords and passwords. Um, Alan, uh, uh, you uh, bump a mug uh, with your hand uh, that has uh, Mr. Perfect uh, on it and like a, a hand-printed picture of a cat. Um, and Declan's like hacking machine immediately like pulls that up as a password. And you recognize the mug, uh. you recognize the words on it, and you just quietly turn it. So it seems like a full Declan victory. No one needs to know that this password was in the open. Um, and uh, <laughs> the, the system logs in. Um, so It's also yeah. like written like on one of the like post-it notes. Like 100%, password. Like, uh, yeah, like, it's yeah. like under the desk. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> someone has written like, it's a Mr. Perfect day for security. Exclamation mark, smiley face, winky <laughs> face. Um, this guy's everyone's nightmare. Um, yeah, so uh, you're in. You've accessed uh, the the sort of admin console. So yes, you 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 gain kind of the the names and biometrics of of the the four people who who would normally work here, uh, as well as Doctor Moreau, who obviously has um, access. Great. I'd like to change the biometrics of two of the employees to match myself and Alan. Um, you don't have a biometric scan of yourself and Alan. 
he would like to test that giant fucking thing in the corner to see if it is a scanner of one would say perhaps large samples for meat studies. Excellent. All right, let me roll for the cannon. Okay. Um, you can um, like the the sensor suddenly jumps um, to about eighty percent um, as the uh, the cannon charges. It's clearly not giving you a one to one, which is annoying as hell. It's like an old download where it's like one hour from now. 20 minutes um but uh cannon's charging so yes uh declan you you rush over to uh the, the miles o'brien scanning station um i assume you're going to try and use the use the console itself or are you going to examine the technology the console he doesn't understand the tech that's the, okay he knows robotics this is way beyond him um i'd let you use robotics on this if you want it's basically uh, a question of like do you want to go through menus or do you want to look at how it's been built uh menus he's a menu boy yeah deep down at heart <laughs> all right great so um i think based on what you you've already learned um it's easy enough for you to ask jane i'm gonna make you roll for this because i think you've kind of gathered enough um so yes sure enough this seems to be a a, a large uh bioscanner um that's like it's large enough to fit a cow um or other uh such uh animals and objects um, and yes, it looks like um, you've accessed it enough that yeah, you, you could easily figure out how to use it to scan someone. It would likely give you biometric data. Great. I would like to scan. Uh, like, Alan, I need you to get in this thing so I can scan you right now. Just, wait, wait, wait. What's the scanner going to do? It's going to scan you so that I can put you in a computer and say you're not breaking the thing. This is not a time for conversation. We're at 80 fucking percent. You tried okay. to run into a wall. Get in a scanner. Yeah, well, the Dr. Moreau thing is a little bit familiar okay i just want to make sure there's no freaking bear sharks in here and i'm none of that weird hybrid of something god damn it just getting a fucking scanner uh alan being very frustrated not being able to help more just goes over there but like huffs about it like she's that's fair (laughs) i think that's earned um, so you step into the scanner, uh, Declan, you activate it, and um, it it does like a full like body, like a once once down and over, uh, and then begins to spin. And it's literally like if you've ever watched like 3D modeling or any of that, it's just like sk- like blasting Alan with light um, and kind of scanning um, up and down your body. Um, and uh, the terminal, Ryan, that you'd left um, the, at the Flavorporium immediately, like, um, springs to life. Um, and you hear, like, a toaster ding. Um, <laughs> and it just says, uh, you hear, like, the, the Moreau's voice behind you say, like, new flavor profile ready. Aww. Please name your dish. Uh, and immediately, um, the like, one of the slides comes out um, and... Uh, they begin to meat print uh, just a big old slab of Allen um, on the uh, the meat slide. Oh. That's fine. Get out, get out of the scanner. We're not going to eat you. Don't oh, worry about God. it. Oh, he'll oh. just like a tiny God. one comes oh. out. They start scanning Billy fingers. Yeah, he'll he'll shove Allen out of the scanner and and set it up to auto go on himself and jump in. Whoa. Um, you get a big old arrow light and it says previous flavor profile not complete. Name your meal, Allen. Um, you realize you have to go like type it in. So honor system can go do this for you. System, gonna... go name the fucking flavor profile. Just something you yeah. can remember. And please don't name it Alan. I don't want to become a delicacy on this world. Alan, shut the fuck up is what I mean to you right now. We're all going to fucking die. System, do it. Honor system, what do you name the meal? Not Alan. <laughs> Perfect. <N. laughs> 
Um, great. Uh, the the gif returns. Just goes yum yum yum. I look forward to eating. Not Alan. Um, and oh. uh, it it continues to just stitch meat together uh, on the slide. Um, again, toaster ding. Um, scans you, Declan. Uh, and uh, as soon as it, it it's done, same thing. Computers saying like, name your flavor profile. Uh, what do you name it on the system? Not Declan. Just. <laughs> I look forward to a soup song. Not Declan. <laughs> Um, and it begins to um, to stitch uh, your uh, your meat slide as well. Um, as soon as both of your, uh, your 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 meals have been scanned, um, immediately like the lights blink back to kind of like a soothing blue, um, and Alexa just says like, uh, "No further contaminants detected." Thank you for uploading meat profiles. Um, and uh, the doors begin to like. As of course, like the the timer jumps uh, to a hundred, uh, the the doors begin to unseal, and it's like three layers of, of frustration. Um, you slap your helmets back on, uh, and uh, and you're ready to go. Um, anything else you want to do in here before you you exit? Uh, I can't remember if we're aware that our pursuers might be coming this way or not. Declan noticed at, at he used a scope to see that like they were far away and like gradually moving forward, but uh, still at distance. Great. Um, if if it's not too difficult, if there, if he gets sufficient resistance on this, um, honor system would just bail. But um, mm-hmm. uh, would like to see if he could force, like, shove one of the vats over to basically barricade the entrance as we leave through mm-hmm. the exit. Yeah, I think you can do that. These things aren't like they're delicate enough that they're not built for robot strength. <laughs> Um, I think if Declan or Alan tried to do it, they'd have some difficulty, but sure. You can just like robo shove one of those over. Um, so you slam it down in front of the entrance. Um, as you remember from your initial map, uh, you have two potential places you could be headed. You have attackers incoming. You've got the, the cannon getting ready to annihilate, um, the, uh, uh, the meat hut. Um, do you want to aim for executive housing? where a lot of the uh, Amazon execs who previously came up uh, would be housed and likely where you can find a lot of uh, potential targets as well as likely some higher level access. Or you can head to the Uber Hyperloop station, uh, which will let you bypass um, some things. It's the only station in operation. So it'll get you directly to the Citadel if you can get it up in operational. Uh, but it means you'll be leaving some executives on the table. Which one will you be headed to? I vote we go where the rich people are. I don't think they'll nuke us from fucking space if we're surrounded by their executives. I would also like to kill them. Yeah, I think they all deserve to die for, you know, everything. You know, we may have conflict over the meat, but we all agree on the murder. And that's what I love about this team. Let's fucking do this. Um, And with that, uh, the final door opens uh, and the three of you launch yourself out um, onto the surface of the moon once more uh, as the cannon begins to light up in space uh, and unleash hell behind you. Hang on. Alan gets a 10. You fall. Yeah. And that's, I'll leave it for now. (laughs) 
This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yavern, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You found the heart! She found a key to the heart. On the quest of a lifetime, three best friends take on a harrowing journey. Your mind and body will be tested in these upcoming weeks, as well as your heart. Where more is at stake than a gift from the gods. Being with Albina and I is going to be weird. Not bad weird, just uh, different. Everything's different on the water. When new friends meet, you have an office? Where do you think I do all the pirate business? Pirates have business? It's a parchment nightmare. And family secrets are revealed. (sighs) We could be twins. Yes, I've noticed. This young crew of adventurers will learn what it takes to complete the deadly journey to the heart. It's not like an island could set a trap for us. What? Lightning fog? Are you kidding me? But is getting what they want worth losing what they have? I was happy with you and Charlie. Was? Look at us! How could I be? Journey to the Heart. Now available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Tune in each week and vote for where you think the story should go next. What we-